From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I am Paul Jameson, and I'm going to be sharing some behind the scenes of what's been going on in my landscaping business about the last 18 months and a huge transition that we've been working on. And I really wanted to kind of bring some clarity to how in the world do I go out on tour for two, three weeks at a time and my business doesn't collapse and some exciting new adventures that are around the corner So we are going to dive deep into that on today's episode, which is brought to us by our friends at Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. If you guys are looking for bookkeepers, I encourage you to try the bookkeeping service that I've been using for a while and I'm very satisfied with the excellent customer service of Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Megan and Joey are awesome. Also, thanks to our friends at Smart Rain. Guys, irrigation has come a long way since I got started in the biz back in 2011. The technology just continues to increase, and uh, Smart Rain is ahead of the game with their smart systems. They can save you $800 with the promo code podcast at smartrain.net. We appreciate Smart Rain and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping sponsoring today's episode. So, Without further ado, I want to dive into the storyline, and hopefully most of you have listened to my audio book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, or read the paperback. It's available at greenindustrypodcast.com. I share my lawn care business story, how I got started, and I'm not going to rehash those early days. I'm going to kind of fast forward nine or 10 years, but I did start in 2011. This is the, the 60 second summary in a 1997 Honda Accord, literally would fold the Murray mower up, put it in the bed of uh, the bed, put it in the trunk. Okay. I take the weed eater, you know, put it diagonally on in the passenger seat to the back seat, put a gas can or two in there and uh, you know, one for the mower and then one for the, the mix. And I, I, that's how I started. Okay. Well, in 2012, I got a big break and I ended up starting to work in one of the nicest premier neighborhoods in the Southeast of, of the United States. You know, the, the Matt Ryan's living there, quarterback of the, the Atlanta Falcons and the head coach of the Falcons and just some uh, musician celebrities and then just some wealthy business folks that you've never heard their names, but they got a lot of money. And so I learned through the school of experience real fast because I started working on these million dollar plus properties and figuring out how to basically do all the landscaping. I didn't get into hardscaping, but I, I basically did every landscaping job you could imagine and eventually became one of the leaders in the neighborhood and built my business in one, basically 80, 90% of my revenue in one neighborhood over the decade. Well, fast forward 2018, I'm in Illinois. The Lord speaks to me to start a podcast. He says, if you build it, they will listen. And I knew what it was. It was it was the Green Industry Podcast. So I, I chatted with some friends of mine, John Pajak, Naylor Taliferro, Caleb Allman, uh, Mr. Producer, started throwing around the idea. And the goal from day one was to create a high quality podcast, audio sound, high quality and content, high quality. And so 
We started that simultaneously to me running a lawn care business full time, simultaneously to me working at a radio. I was I was on the air at a radio station quite a few hours a week when you mix in the commute. So I had a full, full schedule. So I, I run that lifestyle for a while, eventually resigned from the radio station and just to focus on the, the lawn care business and the podcast. And then I started getting some really unique opportunities to work with the biggest brands in the industry, you, you know, Toro, Xmark, Echo, Kohler, many, many, many others. The the, the biggest, the best brands, the, the brands that I trust and I've been using before they ever sponsored, you know, the show. These are brands that I enjoy using um, just as a consumer. And so it's just an honor to get to partner with such awesome companies and have the opportunity to travel, to go and interview the top leaders in our industry, guys that have companies with, you know, 400 vehicles that are doing, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars a year in revenue uh, to guys that are just doing it solo part-time on Mondays, but have an awesome shop like Mitchell Gordy up in North Carolina and everything in between. So, so from the part-time guy to the full-time companies with hundreds of employees, I get to go on the road and interview these folks and see their shops, see their operations, talk to them behind the scenes and, and create awesome content that's lawn care and landscaping best practices. Well, in addition to that cool experience, because I love traveling and adventuring and all that, people started listening from all over the United States. We, our download numbers just kept going up and 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 up. And to that, you know, to this hour, that's the trajectory. It just keeps soaring. I'm like, are we going to peak? Is this like, it's like, you know, on the roller, I don't like roller coasters, but I've been on one before where it just goes up and up and up and up and up, you know, and that's kind of where the ride we're on right now. It's just, we're on that ascension. And so with that being said, I wanted to give the best of my time to create this content for the community. And the predicament was my customers are high profile. So in 2020, in the spring, when all these opportunities are taking off, I'm taking care of the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons property, the um, captain Atlanta Falcons property, and some some high level business folks that, you know, have been, they're high level. I'm, I don't think they want me to tell their names and companies, but you've heard of the companies they work for. Okay. And they're high level executives at these big, big, big companies. Okay. And so, and, and they have homes in, in the country club golf course community that I work in. And so now I'm in a predicament because there's some really good opportunities, but there's only 24 hours in a day. And I have to make you know, wise decisions of how to navigate this. And so what I slowly began to do was give more and more responsibility to somebody I'm working with to take over my lawn maintenance properties. And I have such a close relationship with my customers. I mean, they're, you know, one of them even recently said to me, Hey, when you get married, I better be getting that invitation. You know what I mean? To, to come to my wedding. I was like, of course, like you didn't have to say that I was going to invite you anyway, but the point is they're like friends. Okay. And so I went through this slow process of letting them know, Hey guys, I'm going to transition out of your neighborhood that I've been in for 10 years because a, I moved far away, same state, but far away from where the neighborhood is. And B, I have all this other opportunity on my plate. And so I am starting a new company in the area that I work in from scratch, just because I help so many folks and sometimes it's not relatable to service 
in Metro Atlanta celebrities, it's like, guys are like, well, that's impossible. How, how am I going to get Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's property? Like, it just, you know, it just seems so far-fetched. So I want to just do it all over again, just to kind of document it and show, hey, I'll start a brand new company in 2021, just like I did in 2011. This time I'll actually do it right. 2011, I learned through the school of experience. So anyway, I'm in this huge transition of actually moving and then starting a new company in a new region, like completely new, like far away from the other company. And this transition process is, you know, a 12 to 18 month deal because I wanted to secure and continue the relationships with my customers. They're my friends. And so anyway, that's the conversation I'm going to have today. I'm going to kind of talk through what I've been going through behind the scenes in making this big transition and, and what I've did right, what I probably did wrong, what I could have done better and all of that. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. And uh, we're going to kick it over to Mr. Producer here from Smart Rain, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and what's going on at greenindustrypodcast.com. And uh, coming back, uh, we'll share what's been going on in my neck of the woods. home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time truth be told you can't give it your full energy or focus it just sits there most nights untouched continually haunting you it's costing you good decision making and your peace of mind gulf coast bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind you can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Do you want to cut your property water utility cost by 30 to 50%? SmartRain's commercial smart irrigation controller is one of the most sophisticated and technically advanced controllers on the market today. SmartRain's smart controller comes with a 7-inch display, standard 48 zones, the most intuitive mobile app in the industry, Google Maps integration, and a lifetime warranty. SmartRain helps commercial properties save time, money, and water with smart irrigation systems. Go to SmartRain.net or talk to us at 877-346-3333. That's 877-346-3333. To take advantage of our preseason sale, mention podcast to get $800 off each controller. Hey friends, Paul here, and I want to share with you about our Roadmap to Success e-training. This e-training is designed specifically for those who are just getting started in the lawn care and landscaping business and want to know the foundations on how to start and grow your business. I share how to do marketing, select your service area, set your prices, billing, and much, much more. You can get started with the Roadmap to Success e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's thegreenindustrypodcast.com. You're now listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. All right. So I basically started my business and I did almost everything you could do wrong, wrong <laughs> in 2011. And I, I didn't, you know, take time to research the business I was about to start. I didn't, you know, have an extensive 
um, mentorship structure. I did not really know what I was doing other than somebody offered to pay me $60 to start mowing grass and I needed $928. So I'm like, well, this is a start in the right direction so I can make the mortgage payment for the month, right? And so as I, as I built my business over the years, I realigned a lot of the mistakes that I made and I you know, corrected a lot of things, but still, I, my, my foundation and my crack, there were, there were cracks in the foundation. My foundation was not solidly built. And so I wanted to start a new business and actually do it, you know, with a decade of experience under my belt and actually build it from day one with no customers, no equipment really, and just start from scratch and see, you know, how we can build this thing and, you know, possibly sell this thing and just do the whole thing and uh, kind of share that experience uh, with you guys. So anyway, with that being said, it's like a 12 to 18, 24 month transition because I didn't necessarily build the first business. I never thought I would sell it and I never considered moving. And so I didn't go out and get a business broker and say, Hey, I'm going to sell this business and, you know, try to maximize every, every penny, every dollar. And I talked to some of my customers who are high level businessmen and, you know, they're like, Paul, this thing's worth so much money. Like you, this thing, it is hand the keys to someone else. You could make a lot of money and just cause of clientele and, and all this stuff. And I was just like, I was just considering all the options. And eventually I realized, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to give it away. And that's been a decision. Sometimes I regret, I'm like, man, what was I thinking? And then other days I'm like, you know what? You reap what you sow. If I can sow generosity, then that means in the future, I'm going to reap generosity. It's it's going to, it's a flowing thing. Fullerton has some awesome teachings on this and it's biblical. It's you, you reap what you sow. And it was kind of like sowing it back into the community, sowing it, allowing someone else to kind of take 10 years of what I built and run with it and bless you know, somebody with wife and kids and all that and, you know, change their, I mean, good Lord, transform their financial picture, like radically. It was funny. I was talking to my friend the other day and just, uh, the, the difference in his life financially is, 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 is incredible. Well, anyway, the other thing of this slow transition was how do I make sure that my customers, like that I'm friends with them, right? Like how, how do I not hurt this friendship? Cause I don't want to stop doing their property. Someone else that I trust to take care of their property, you know, can't handle the demand that I barely could handle of, of navigating vetting customers. And, and just when you do a good job, the neighbors notice, right? And then they're going to come ask you to do their work. And then it's like, well, how big do I want to build this thing? How many crews do I want to have? How much work can I possibly handle in a week? It's a lot to handle. And so I'm like, I don't know if the folks taking over can handle all this or if they'll just crumble under the pressure. And then my friends, former customers will have a sour taste in their mouth towards me and all that. So what I did was just real slowly start to explain to folks last spring, like, hey, I'm going to start traveling a lot more. I may potentially altogether leave the neighborhood, you know, and offering services to this neighborhood. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be over a few weeks. It's not going to be over a few months, but this is something I'm considering. And I was just honest with each of them. And I, you know, I talked to them in person, most of them and some on the phone and then some through via email, just because they live in other States that, that these folks are rich. So they have their, 
vacation homes in Atlanta, but you know, they're actually work and live in another state, you know, multiple customers like that. And so it was literally an individual base, base, uh, conversation. Cause I, I didn't have a high volume maintenance. I had low volume maintenance and then a heavy emphasis on landscape projects. But just over the years, I met so many folks in this neighborhood. And so just kind of one by one, just telling them, Hey, you know, I, I started a podcast. It's influencing an outrageous amount of people worldwide. And I'm going to continue to help as many people as I can. So I need to free, you know, free up some time to do that. I'm, you know, one to be honest with them that I'm probably going to continue in landscaping just somewhere else. Cause I didn't want them to be like, Oh, I saw you on Instagram and you're working over there. Why aren't you doing my yard? And then, then get, you know, hurt. Like, well, Paul's still doing landscaping. He just didn't like me. Cause that's not the truth. The truth is I'm not going to drive an hour every day to come to your neighborhood. Okay. And so anyway, I had a lot of hard conversations, a lot of honesty. And, and I, I always think that, you know, the truth will set you free. And if you can just be truthful with people in the most tactful, professional, considerate way, then that's, that's the best way to do it long-term. And so we're still in this transition. I I still have a, a long way to go because one of the things I let my customers know is that, you know, you guys are my friends. I I want your property to look its best. And and so a lot of them are still calling me and talking to me. And then I'm, you know, getting that transferred into making sure the proper appropriate subcontractor takes care of it from there. Cause I got about eight to nine folks that this transition deals with because there's different, you know, everything's not a mow edge trim and blow. A lot of these customers, you know, we do their mulch, we do their pine straw, we do so many different uh, ways of keeping up with their property that there's different folks that are, I'm handing the baton to. And so anyway, I've been very careful and and graceful uh, towards my customers. and, And I feel like everything's gone well, you know, over the last 12 months of a, a slow, methodic, careful transition. In hindsight, as I start a new business, I am starting this one more of a cut and dry. Here's the, here's the business. I'm building it from day one to sell it one day, you know, more than likely. And then at that point of sale, it's, it's not, I'm not going to have to go through what I'm going through now where it's, I've had so much emotional, relational, um, connection to these folks. I mean, I'll still be, you know, uh, cordial and build relationships with my customers. And, you know, I'm sure I'll get invited to the cookout and things like that. If you do a good job, that that's uh, par for the course. But in regards to actually having the business, the name of the business, the books of the business, the all everything set up to sell so that, you know, I don't know how many years down the road, but eventually the new business I start, I can I can go the route of a business broker and sell that one cut and dry, you know, hopefully make a, a large amount of money on the sale. And then that's kind of where the mindset is starting business. Number two is let's start this thing with the end in mind that if we do sell it one day, that will make maximum money on the sale. Whereas because I was so sloppy with starting business one in 2011, it was, it could have been easily sold, but everything was kind of, you know, cracks in the foundation and just such, uh, because I had fewer customers and deeper relationships with them. I thought 10 years from now, 
I still want to be friends with these people, right? Like 10 years from now, I still want to be sitting on, on the lake at the, on the back porch at the lake, enjoying my friendship with these folks or whatever the opportunity is like vacationing, you know, with some of these people invite me on vacations and it's just, it's hard to explain, but you know, the one customer called me, they called me their son, you know, and I was just telling Andrew, I was like, you know, I had the keys of the Range Rover, like literally I'd go do quotes. I remember I had a quote with um, Robert Alford. He plays for the Arizona Cardinals. And I, I roll up to his house in this awesome Range Rover. It wasn't mine. It was my customer's Range Rover, but they have multiple vehicles and I have the keys to their multiple vehicles and they live in another state and they're, you know, they they let me play with their toys and I take care of their property and their house, like not just their grass, but like inside their house. And I, I take care of the whole deal. So I'd go rolling up in quotes, you know, in these exotic, you know, fancy Range Rover car. I don't even know what half the buttons do. Right. <laughs> and, uh, one time I remember I took out their, uh, convertible and I couldn't figure out how to put the roof down. And it, what happened was in the trunk, there was a Kroger bag that was over the sensor and there can't be anything on the sensor because the, the roof has to then go into the trunk to, for storage, you know, and uh, the Kroger bag was interfering. So anyway, long story short, I thought instead of selling business one, the wisest way to A, bring my podcast listeners the highest quality content to serve as many people as possible to, to help. I mean, when you really think about it, I was talking a little bit with this with Fullerton, like how many millions of dollars were influencing, you know, in other people's lives and businesses. If you, if you added it up to the folks listening to the show, like I, I want to help folks to reach their potential in their business. And I need to be on my A game. And when I come to the studio, I, I can't be coming in dragging with low energy and stressed out and burdened and, and just throwing something together for the sake of having a podcast episode. I want to bring the best of the best. I want folks to know if they click on the green industry podcast, they're going to get an excellent episode. They're going to get ed- educated, inspired, entertained, the companionship, all of it. It is it, just to package it up and, and to produce, you know, professional, um, championship broadcasting, Jason Creole, that's the goal. And so part of getting to that place was the, the 12 to 18 month slow transition, great communication with my customers, slowly passing the baton to the people that can handle the work and the high profileness of the people. I mean, some of these folks are celebrities, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. You're, you're going to see folks, you know, come in the driveway and go and, and, and not to whip out your phone and take a video or ask for an autograph or, or stupid stuff like that, but to be professional. Hey, they're professionals and they're at the top of their class. We need to be professional when we're on these properties at the top of our class, right? So anyway, that's kind of where things are Things are now. It's in the middle of this process. I'm still working the transition and you know, our goal is this summer to launch a second business in a completely different service area. And we're going to start from scratch because all my equipment I gave away to folks that are running the other businesses and the customers I'm, you know, in process of giving away. The whole thing is going to be kind of sewn back, if you will. This community has, you know, really helped to change my life. You guys know my friends, they're on the show, Naylor Taliaferro, Brian Fullerton, Caleb Allman, and Mr. Producer and so many others. And it's just like, I'm giving a big gift and I'm, I'm starting from scratch and it's, it's just going to be a fun transition. And I'm going to, you know, 
you guys are going to be along every step of the way. I'm going to document it on the podcast, on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, when we kind of, you know, get the boat close to the dock and, and make the transition and, and start a new business. And, uh, most importantly, you know, continue to bring excellence to this, to this podcast. Uh, we don't take the, the influence or the audience lightly, but definitely, um, want to make sure that we're reaching our potential, uh, with this opportunity. So I hope that brings some clarity and, uh, that it answers questions that I know some of y'all ask me and I give abbreviated answers sometimes just because my schedule is super full, but that's a little bit more of a, a drawn out answer. And, uh, I definitely, when it's all said and done, you know, in the future, I'll be able to look back and have a little bit more precision with the understanding of the transition. I should have done that better. I could have done that different, but right now it's more of a minute by minute, prayer by prayer, figuring it out, just trying to, to keep, I'm valuing these relationships more than money basically. And so it, it was a risk I took and it's really turning out well because, because these relationships have stayed intact and uh, it's really cool um, that, you know, there's new opportunities in the future and you guys are going to watch how it unfolds. So there we go. Thank you to today's show sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Guys, if you want a bookkeeper, and if you cross that $100,000 a year revenue, you absolutely need a bookkeeper. And maybe you're underneath 100K a year in revenue, top line revenue, but you know, you can always start with a bookkeeper, even if you're at 50, 60, 70K, and know, hey, I want to build into being a 100,000 plus revenue a year business, and you just want to get things in order from that foundation, check out Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, link in the show notes. And then also we have uh, the link from Smart Rain. You guys have been hearing about Smart Rain for a while and the technology that they have in these modules in the way you can, from afar, take care of the watering on a property. It's incredible. And you can actually save $800 with the promo code podcast. All that information is at smartrain.net and in today's program notes. And last but not least, I want to let you guys know we are on the YouTube I have two channels. The links are in today's show notes as well. And one channel is Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison, where we show the behind the scenes of the podcast. We got a whole bunch of footage that we need to edit and get up there. And it's going to be trickling out in the months ahead from when we go on tour, when we interview folks, when, when basically anything to do with Green Industry Podcast. If we can uh, whip a video camera out and get it documented, we will and share it on that YouTube channel. A lot of uh, quality business content there. And then on the other uh, YouTube channel, it's more fun in the field, landscaping stuff uh, where we, you know, show kind of what's going on. Whether we're pressure washing, landscaping, cutting that grass, making that cash, we put uh, those videos on the other channel, Paul Jamison Landscaping right now. We'll probably change the name of that channel in the future, but the link will be the same. So link in today's show notes. And I uh, appreciate you guys following along on my journey. I think when we get arrogant. We think that we have it all figured out and I'm going to do this. You know, a year from now, I'm going to be here in five years. I'm going to be here in 10 years. I'm going to be here. That's, that's foolishness. It's okay to have a plan, but the reality is there's so many twists. There's so many turns. There's so many pivots. There's so many adjustments. And, uh, I'm a lot more humble, hopefully now than I was 10 years ago. And I just look at the future and say, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. And I don't necessarily know how it's all going to turn out, but I'm, I'm taking one day at a time 
and trying to make as wise decisions as I can. So you guys are coming along for the journey. I appreciate that. Hit follow and I'll be ready for a fresh new episode of the Green Industry Podcast tomorrow morning. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.